it's a strange question, but do you like fruit? When you think about it, fruit is an amazing thing that God created for us to gather and to enjoy. And unlike money, it does grow on trees. Hi, my name is Dave from Obi Community Church, and today we're going to begin a new series of devotionals revolving around an amazing chapter of the Bible found in John chapter 15. And today, I want to focus on John 15, verses 1 through 4, where Jesus says these words, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes it, so that it will even be more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Now, we're going to talk about fruit in just a couple of minutes. But before we do, I want to talk a little bit about the context of this amazing chapter of the Bible. When Jesus shared these words with his disciples, he was in a location in Jerusalem that we refer to as the upper room. Now, I imagine we call it the upper room because there may have also been a lower room below it. Aren't you glad that you tuned in for that amazing insight? Now, while the location of the upper room isn't super significant, what is significant is that Jesus spoke these words to his disciples just a few hours before he would be betrayed by Judas and arrested and put on trial and tortured and crucified for our sins. And, and Jesus knew that all of that was going to happen just hours after he would speak these words to his disciples. So keep that in mind when we consider the significance of these words as we approach Good Friday and Easter Sunday this week. Now, knowing that he's about to leave his disciples behind, Jesus wants to share with them the importance of maintaining this, this close relationship with him, despite the reality that he would be leaving them soon. And he wants them to remember that their relationship bond can be strong spiritually, even if they're separated physically. And, and we'll talk more about that over the next few days. But today, I really want us to focus on this aspect of bearing fruit. You see, Jesus was a master storyteller, and he used his stories to communicate deep spiritual truths. And in this story, Jesus used an analogy of grapevines and branches and, and how in order for the branches to produce fruit, they needed to be attached to the vine. And in his story, Jesus included key characters like himself as the true vine and God the Father as the gardener, as well as two types of branches, those that are alive and those that are dead. And the branches that are alive, they produce fruit, and the ones that are dead, they don't produce fruit. In fact, Jesus says that the dead branches are cut off. And most scholars believe that he was referring to people like Judas, who claimed to follow Jesus, but his fruit or his lack of fruit demonstrated otherwise. You see, Judas didn't remain attached to the vine, to Jesus. Now, the other types of branches in the story uh, refer to true believers uh, who really do have a relationship with Jesus. And, and Jesus says that these branches actually produce fruit in their lives. 
Now, fruit is something that's talked about a lot in this chapter. And the fruit is a byproduct of a relationship with Jesus. So what is the fruit that Jesus is talking about? Well, it could be a number of things. Uh, it could be uh, he's talking about making more followers of Jesus. That's fruit. Or it could be, uh, you know, our good works or acts of service that stem from a relationship with Jesus. And our, our fruit could also be things that we grow as we pursue Christ-like character, like holiness and righteousness. The Bible also speaks about the fruits of the Spirit, uh, which is found in Galatians 5, and 23, that says this. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. You see, fruit isn't just some outward forms of success. Rather, it's largely these internal changes that result in changed lives, yours and the people you come in contact with. So let me ask you, what kind of fruit are you producing? Do you wish that you could produce more spiritual fruit in your lives, like love and joy and gentleness and self-control? You see, according to John 15, it's God's will that we produce fruit, more fruit, and even much fruit that will last long into eternity. So let me give you one next step for today. Read Galatians 5, 22 through 23, and it lists the fruits of the Spirit. And I want you to ask God to show you which ones of these you need to work on this week. And maybe write it down in a journal and reflect on what would take place uh, if, if you took part in, in producing more fruit like this. Now, remember, you can't do this on your own. You need to be connected to Jesus, the true vine, for this to happen. Now, I hope that you found this devotional helpful. And if so, feel free to comment and share it with your friends. And I trust that today's passage of Scripture will be encouraging to you as well. Remember, John 15, verses 1 through 4, Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will become even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Now, I hope that you'll join me again tomorrow for another daily devotional. And until then, remember that your next step is more important than your last. Thank you.